Hello and welcome to today's episode of Build Value by Choice podcast. I am your host, Nana Bonsu. I'm a certified value builder advisor with over 25 years corporate and entrepreneurial experience. In this episode, we continue with the story of a fictitious business owner named Miles. Miles is a small to medium business owner who dreams of becoming a balanced lifestyle business owner. Currently, Miles' focus is on increasing net income. Ultimately, Miles really wants to achieve personal freedom and financial independence. Right this minute, Miles will be ecstatic if he could reduce the amount of time he must spend in the business. Unfortunately, he still needs to figure out how to create the right balance between placing too much focus on urgent issues of the day and creating a sense of urgency with regards to long-term value for his business. Miles is also frustrated by the fact that he does not have enough employees with an ownership mindset. Plus, he still needs to answer the question before he can move forward. Three years from now, will he still want to be going through what he's going through now? Miles is also still hung up on the idea that he cannot afford to hire high-caliber talent with an ownership mindset. In fact, when it comes to increasing his business value, he's convinced that government regulators actually want him to fail. When all is said and done, Miles just wants to work less, spend more time with his family, take care of his health, while seeing his business investment grow. This podcast is meant to help Miles and business owners like him achieve their goal of personal freedom and financial independence. In this episode, we want to set a baseline for the future of your business and of your own personal life. The baseline starts with your vision for the future for your business and personal life. What is it going to look like when your vision becomes a reality? This vision is the fire that will guide the goals for the various areas of your business system. It will shape your current environment and galvanize your entire team. In this context, we are considering your entire business as a product as opposed to just a singular product that you sell to a customer. I'd like to give a hat tip to famed author and business legend Michael Geber, who wrote the book E-Myth, the E-Myth book series. Your business is more than the sum of its parts. It is also important to mention that if the integrated vision of your business is not well constructed, problems in different parts of your business ecosystem compound and that could hinder your ability to achieve your dream of freedom and financial independence in the future. There are a few things I'd like to mention about the process of vision. Ideally, this starts with you, the owner, and requires some alone time from the office where there's less distractions. Some people just do it during vacation. Others just block several hours off a day. I tend to do it um, a day to, with no phones turned off, away from the office if possible. And if you do need to be in the office, then maybe lock yourself in a conference room somewhere. 
uh, and just let your assistant know that you're not available for part of the day. Now, if visioning is not a core strength of yours because we all have different personalities, I mean, ideally the vision comes from you, the owner, but if the process of reimagining your vision is not a, a strength of yours, then you can engage either a consultant or facilitator to help you craft it. In a previous episode, I had mentioned uh, one of the strategic questions that famed author and business coach Dan Sullivan typically asks business owners. If we were meeting here five years from today, looking back over those five years, what has to have happened both personally and professionally for you to feel happy about your progress? There are some additional questions. What are the biggest obstacles or challenges associated with achieving your five-year vision? These are things that as you find some time, some alone time, you want to be asking yourself as you begin to craft the vision baseline for your business for the next three to five years. And if these obstacles and challenges were eliminated, what opportunities will be available for you? What, which of your existing strengths should be reinforced and maximized? And what is the best case and the worst case scenario for you in your industry? There is a book out there called Vivid Vision by author Cameron Harold, where he actually takes the process of visioning even further. He calls his vivid vision. And I actually like to read out how he defines it in his book, because I like it. I think it's, it's pretty cool. And then toward the end, I'll share with you some of the things, how I've applied that to my own company. He reads, and I quote, But a vivid vision is a three-dimensional world that you can step into and explore. It's a world you can share with your team to create true alignment and amazing results. It's a true roadmap that helps your team see where to go so they can figure out how to get there. So he basically distinguishes vivid vision from regular vision as something that you can almost touch and feel. Now, ask the question about if we were meeting five years from today, looking back over the five years, what would have happened? I mean, there may be some some things that I like to kind of, that typically business owners uh, like to mention in terms of what we call pull factors. And that is things like travel. Where would you have traveled? Hobbies. What are some of the hobbies you could have taken out, whether it's guitar or basketball coach or, or dancing or what have you, or maybe even a philanthropy? Your health, spending time with family. What are some of the things that would have happened in those areas in your personal life? What are some of the things that would have happened in terms of your business? Would it have been doubled in value? Would it have been passed down to uh, somebody else, like your management team or to your kids? Would you uh, be in a position of being in an executive board um, executive board position while still maintaining your equity in the business? These are things that you want to start thinking about over the next three to five years. Now, we know that the core for stimulating your business is having not just repeat customers, but customers who are delighted and are eager to recommend other customers for your business. And the vivid vision is the engine or the, the fire that lights these things, all these different components up, whether it's your, your, your products that you sell, not your business as a product. In this case, in this case, your products or your services, the vision is what essentially 
galvanizes your team and it pulls everybody in the same direction. And also your vision is also the one that is going to inform the strategy that you put that you put together for the future. So in essence, before you have your man, you and your management team run off to, to engage in a strategy session, you need to basically start off by identifying what your actual vision is. And then that's the anchor upon which your strategy and your goals will be defined for the various areas of your business. There are some other ideas, some other key questions that, that are important that are out there that I'd like to share with you here. And that is, and for this, I'm actually, I've, some of these ideas, I, they're not all my own. Some of these I get from uh, reading different books and, and having conversations and just what I've seen and experienced. And a couple of areas as you go through the vision process is you have to look at what the problem is and then you have to look at the solution and then you have to be able to visualize success when all is said and done. Now as far as understanding what, what problem that you want to be solving with your business over the next three to five years, some of the questions that you perhaps want to be asking yourself is, what current problem would you like your business to solve? Who is most affected by this problem that you like your business to solve? Where are they located? What's their demographic? What motivates them? What's the emotional impact if this particular problem is not resolved? And where did you get the inspiration to solve this problem? This helps craft the story after you get a solution in terms of how you got into it, into solving the problem, and it just makes this more compelling. What is the challenge? What is the best way you can solve it? And some of these questions, perhaps, you may not have all the answers for, but at least you can start with these questions. And then, based on that, you can then engage with your leadership team to flesh it, more, flesh it out some more. On the personal side, I would like to give a hat tip to uh, Michael Gerber's E-Myth Revisited book. Um, some of the questions you want to ask on your personal life side is, what do you value most? What kind of life do you want? Again, we talk about things like travel and philanthropy and among other things, your health. What kind of, what do you want your life to look like or feel like? Do you want to be able to maybe just work when you want, how you want, where you want? Or do you want to not work at all and just travel? Do you want to just be a mentor? Who do you wish to be? And finally, what would you want your obituary to read like? I know, you know, it's, it, it can be pretty intense when you start thinking about your mortality, but in this case, it's, it's worth, it, it, it helps kind of put things in perspective in terms of working backward, what you should be doing now helps create a sense of urgency. And now you can start thinking about the solutions that need to go into your, uh, your, vivid, your vivid vision document. What products and services do you want your company to create in order to solve this problem that, you, you know, that is uh, pressing for you, uh, for your customers, that is? And then, of course, you want to you know, think about this, some of the obstacles and challenges that are associated with accomplishing this five-year vision. And oh, by the way, what specifically about your company gives you an enduring competitive advantage? Because you can't ignore competitors. 
right? So um, you need to start thinking about what are some of the things that make you unique in the marketplace as far as solving this problem is, and your capabilities to solve this problem is concerned for the next three to five years. And then, of course, now you have to be able to visualize. It's part of vision, and obviously you want to be able to visualize success. When your vision is achieved for both your personal and professional life, what does the success look like? This is where something like a, a picture board or a vision board looks like, right? You, you can take pictures and look. What is it going to look like? Will you be on the beach? Will you be uh, on a boat somewhere? These are things that you want to start visualizing. By the way, how will you know when the problem is solved? What kind of measures or metrics or key performance indicators are you tracking? Will you need to track to be able to tell when you are at the final destination? Some of the recommended resources that I have for you are, I mentioned that already, uh, a vision board. You can do image searches on Google with some keywords that resonate with you, whether it's freedom and independence, or keywords that are related to the problem that you like to solve. And then you use that, you basically either copy and paste those into a PowerPoint, or you can go out there and go to places that inspire you and take pictures and, and just kind of upload that onto uh, Microsoft PowerPoint. You can also buy a core board from Michaels, and then you cut and paste pictures from a magazine on there. This just to kind of help you help to make things more vivid, so you can visualize what success looks like. I also mentioned a vivid vision, the book Vivid Vision. There's a bunch of exercises in there that I like. As a matter of fact, I've done some of it in uh, for my business, and over here, I mean that. There are a couple of books, obviously, page 100 of the book Vivid Vision um, has a real summary thing. If you don't have time to read the book, you can go to page 100 and look at an example of what it looks like. The In my Vivid Vision, I talk about our mission, I talk about our core values, our culture, our offices. In this case, most of our offices are, you know, our offices are remote now. Uh, our What kind of departments? Your org chart, you know, which is essential, an org chart, but not just an org chart with names, but an org chart with different roles. Because a lot of times, as an owner, you may be wearing multiple hats, and so that you know helps visualize. Hey, that's you know, you're probably going to be driving yourself schizophrenic if if you're going to be wearing uh, too many hats. But maybe in the short term, you may need some people to wear multiple hats. But then the question is, over time, as your business grows. Perhaps you need to then start having certain standards for which new hires should be able to uh, operate against. Uh, we also have a, a management structure, what a management structure looks like. Even things like regularly scheduled meetings. So this is more than just a, like a vision statement. I envision, you know, that we, uh, you know, as big as Walmart or something like that. This is, this is, it's almost um, like an operating document, but it's, it's, it's still kind of aspirational because obviously not everything is, is going to you know, be already in place. But it just makes things a little bit you know, real. Uh, things like uh, how often uh, meetings with your leadership team and management team will take place. For instance, you know, does your, will your direct reports meet with you daily? Your sales team perhaps meet with you weekly? Maybe every month you look at your financial statements and every quarter, 
you engage in some sort of strategic or tactical planning with your leadership team? What do your customers and clients, or your customers or your clients, uh, what do they look like? What, what is what is their psychographic or what is their motivation? Or perhaps you may be you may have to for the problem that you're trying to solve. Perhaps your customer profile may be different. So this is where you want to start thinking about um, your customers and your clients and what you envision them looking like three to five years from now. Uh, what What is the criteria for whether it's a, if you're a project-based company or if you're a product company, what criteria do you, do you, are you going to be using to determine what projects to take or what products to bring to market? Uh, what kind of new businesses are you going to be launching, if any? Which Are you going to be engaged with other partners or joint ventures? Because perhaps if you do a as you go into, and of course, this is going to, some of these things are going to come in your uh, strategic plan, which is going to be the next phase, where you do a SWOT analysis. And the, the, the SWOT analysis is basically SWOT, which is strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And this is essentially where you determine if where areas where you're weak, but there are significant, there's significant opportunity, you can suddenly choose to determine what partners um, to uh, engage with. So this is basically where you can enter, um, you can edit, enter that information. Uh, you can also have certain numbers or key performance indicators that you're going to need to monitor to be able to assess the health of your company. What kind of technologies would you need to employ? Right? These are all things that you know have gone into my vivid vision. So these are the things for you to kind of think about as a tool for your business in terms of vision and setting the vision foundation for the next three to five years. There's a, there is a, another free thing. Of course, the Valid Builder system is, is, uh, is a tool that I tend to use with my clients. Uh, but the tool itself is you have to subscribe to it. But they have a free questionnaire. Uh, which they call preschool. And again, if you go to our website, www.infhorizons.com, uh, there is a, a link there where you can, uh, it's called preschool. And it measures your readiness to transition, um, into the next phase of your life when, you know, in three to five years, whatever that vision uh, looks like. And so it's, it's an algorithm that is based on four main drivers. Of um, of happy and lucrative uh, transition, and it's certainly something that is free, and it's based on um, it's based on analysis from the key factors based on tens of thousands of business owners who've been interviewed and and surveyed, and uh, you certainly can take that free survey to to identify just. Um, how ready you are. And by the way, one of the happy factors is having a future vision. So this is one of the reasons why you know, this episode is so important to start thinking about the future and not get too caught up in the, in the present. Um, certainly there's a time for that, but you need to carve out time for, for thinking about the future vision. And then, of course, even with the value builder system, for that, you have to actually subscribe to it uh, and there is a tool in there called Vision Builder, which can be used to build your vision, help you build your vision. Um, so certainly that is, uh, that is uh, another option for you.
All right. Well, that's about a wrap. Again, we talked about how important it is to have a, a vision. Um, the vision obviously is supposed to be able to support your dream for achieving personal freedom and financial independence separate from your business. I hope you found it useful. If you did, uh, please don't uh, join us on our Facebook uh, community page. Share your thoughts and also share with your friends and family. Until next week, see ya. 